the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast. Also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Hey, business storytellers. It's Christoph Trapp, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Uh, thanks for joining me. Episode 191. Uh, we're getting close to 200. Uh, thanks, everyone, for still tuning in, still listening uh, on all the different channels, as you heard in the intro. Uh, exciting, exciting to see. Today's episode, uh, it's a little bit of a follow-up to one we did uh, a few weeks ago with Hanson Hunt and Justin Chamberlain on um, uh, Justin Champion on marketing certificates. And uh, those guys, of course, they create those certificates. And I have taken a number of them for HubSpot, SEM Rush, uh, Cornell um, University, and others. And certainly they've been helpful to me just to learn things. And also, they, uh, in my opinion, they do establish you a little bit more as the expert uh, that you actually know what you're talking about when you have something to show. That piece of paper, so to speak, even though I haven't printed very many of those, quite frankly. Um, so today's guest uh, joining us from Egypt, the first guest from Egypt, uh, it's always exciting to continue our tour around the world, is um, Nia Nabil, and she is the uh, founder and chief storytelling officer, a title I will have to steal at some point here at Ono Comps. Um, Nia, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for uh, hosting me today, Christoph. Yeah, you bet. Uh, of course, you know, uh, tell people where can they connect with you on, on Twitter? I mean, you always have something to share that's that's worth sharing, uh, worth consuming. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, my Twitter handle is uh, Amnea underscore Nabil. If that's uh, difficult for you to um, uh, write, you can just um, search for The Storyteller. Uh, and you can find me on my website, omneanabil.com. Um and um, yeah, it's not it's not hard to find me. <laughs> Search for the storyteller. There you go. That's some great branding. Uh, so let's talk about uh, certificates. I know you were quoted in the original story. Uh, that's still available mm-hmm. on authenticstorytelling.net. We'll be sure to post a link in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, you can click over and read the whole article and also listen to the uh, the other podcast with Hanson and Justin. Uh, so, so what what's your overall opinion on certificates? Like, what's worth doing? What's not worth doing? How do you decide how to proceed? Well, first of all, I have to say that they're overrated. I mean, um, right now, it it seems like certifications are um, the shiny object syndrome of of twenty twenty. It's it's the trend. Uh, online certifications are the twenty twenty trend, um, but not all of them are are. Um, are good for you. I mean, some of them are, uh, of course, help you advance your career. They help you learn new skills. But um, finding the right certification is 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 very difficult. Um, and I think um, we live in a knowledge based uh, global economy. Uh, we see that that continuous uh, education or lifelong learning is something that is uh, promoted is something that is needed nowadays um, but 
more people are falling for the shiny object syndrome and taking as many certifications as possible without fully evaluating how these are actually going to help them advance and grow in a personal professional level. Um, I think a lot of people are taking certifications because of uh, their fear of missing out or the need to social prove their qualifications and skills. Um, so behind every I'm certified social media post, I can hear the phrases, I don't want to miss out, I too am certified, and I'm as competent as everyone else is. And uh, do employers really appreciate all of these certifications? Some do, but others do understand that, that not all certifications are created equal. Um, and a lot of companies are offering online courses, and, and sorry to say this, but, but shallow certifications just to drive traffic and create awareness about their, their own products and services. Uh, these are mostly the free courses we see all over the internet. So uh, when people um, look for certifications, they need to find ones that, that would really add to their qualifications, that things that, um, that they can actually apply uh, to their lives or, and, and to their work. Um, and they should do some research. They need to look at the source of, of uh, the certifications, who is giving it out. Um, we see a lot of, uh, like, like HubSpot. I mean, HubSpot is, uh, is a great uh, certification source, I'd say. Uh, I've been using HubSpot for what, five, six years. I've taken all the certifications on HubSpot, and I've actually used HubSpot um, for work. Um, and but a lot of the free courses that we see aren't as you know as useful or as impactful as um, as we see them. Well, what a statement to start the show off with. Uh, marketing certificates are overrated. The, the, the overrated trend of 2020. There you go. Uh, headline. Yeah. We start with the headline. Um, mm -hmm. So, but so I've taken free ones. I think some, you're correct. Some of them are you learn more than in others, but you also, I mean, you learn something. And the social proof does matter. I mean, I have people mm -hmm. say to me all the time, well, you're HubSpot certified, you're HubSpot certified, you're this certified, you're blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, certainly, I mean, let's be honest, the reason companies do these is, yes, they're trying to offer value. I, I get it. That's what all content marketers try to do. Mm -hmm. But they're a marketing play, right? Because every time I take a HubSpot certification, for example, and I highlight that on my LinkedIn. I highlight that on my website. I highlight it everywhere, right? Now we're talking about it again. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's a marketing, it's a marketing activity, correct? Yes, definitely. It's marketing for you. You're you're actually marketing yourself, and you're also marketing HubSpot per se. If you hear, if you're uh, showing your certification, and I think. Um, Offering certifications is a great content marketing strategy, and it's it's a winning one, especially in 2020. Um, and um, we also see that that people have the time to take certifications, and this was this was a great challenge for people years ago. Um, back in 2016, I uh, I was a marketing consultant for a learning um, um, education services provider, and uh, we worked with a lot of um, corporates who wanted to introduce or normalize professional learning and development and their number one challenge was 
was time. People did not have the employees did not have the time to take courses to to get certified. They wanted to grow their careers. They wanted to develop their skills, but they did not have the time. And I think with with COVID nineteen, we all have the time. So so that's why that that's one um, reason we see this trending in in twenty twenty. Um, yes, they add to to um, I mean, you add a certification to your uh, resume or to your profile, and it it helps market you. It it helps boost your personal brand. People can see that you're. Uh, um, you have the skills in a certain area, but I mean, have you practiced these skills or is it just um, a piece of paper? Is it just a, a badge that you show on your uh, profile? <clears throat> and since you're pausing, I guess that is a question <laughs> for me. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Christoph, what are you doing with all the certifications? It's, it's a valid point, though, quite frankly, mm -hmm. because so the other day somebody said to me, they said, oh, since you're HubSpot certified, how do we use HubSpot? And mm -hmm. the reality is, like, I, I do think HubSpot is a great tool, but HubSpot certifying me in growth uh, driven design, design. or mm -hmm. content marketing or whatever, like that does not indicate that I know how to use HubSpot. That just no, shows that HubSpot certified me in these other courses. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's interesting. Like, do you use it in, in collaboration with that tool? No. Like I took the Drift uh, conversational marketing um, a, a certificate. And so Drift, of course, launched the conversational marketing uh, mm -hmm. vertical or whatever they call it category. And like, I've never used Drift ever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't ever, I mean, I'm not saying they're, they're bad or good. I'm just saying I've never used them. I've used chatbots before on websites, but I haven't used them, right? Mm -hmm. So it is, it's, it's interesting. It's not necessarily uh, coupled to the, the company um, that gave you a certification, but some of those things, growth-driven design, do I practice that every day? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, do mm -hmm. I practice my content marketing or inbound marketing or email marketing every day? Uh, I, probably um, every day for content marketing, for sure, for inbound marketing. Email marketing, probably at, at least weekly, if not every day. Mm -hmm. But it's it's an interesting question. Google Analytics, I got that certification. Do I practice that every day? Absolutely, right? I'm in there every day. I'm, I'm, I'm fiddling with things. I'm seeing what's working. Um, but what's interesting about the question, I had to think about it for a second, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so you have to ask yourself, uh, you have to kind of ask yourself, are you using this information uh, and not? But let's talk about the difference between, uh, have you taken any certificates where you had to pay for them? Yes, I've taken the Storytelling and Content Strategy Certificate uh, with the University of Washington. And it was really expensive. <laughs> I paid a lot of money. <laughs> and it was uh, three semesters. So it was, um, I had to invest a lot of time. Um, and there were a lot of projects, uh, team uh, teamwork involved. Uh, so it, it was more of, a, there, there was a lot of practice. There was a lot of theory, but there was also a lot of practice behind it. And I thought it was the best uh, certificate I uh, I invested in throughout you know, the past uh, 15 years. So it was worth your, your time, effort, and money. 
Definitely, definitely. And I, I think um, what made it um, worth it was that it, um, it was something I wanted to study. It was something I wanted to specialize in. A lot of the certificates we see or courses online are, are very generic. I mean, um, just like having getting an MBA, it's a very generic um, uh, certificate or, or certification. Uh, you need to find something that you're passionate about, something that you can see yourself doing in, in five or ten years, something that you would like to practice. Uh, at least two or three times a week and then take that certificate. I'm, I encourage people to take uh, a lot of uh, online certificates, especially the free ones, just to get um, more exposure, just to learn, you know, have some knowledge about things they, they weren't knowledgeable, not knowledgeable about before. But if you're going to invest more time and, and energy, choose a certificate that will, would actually add to your professional and personal uh, life. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I always try to balance the cost versus what I think how it's going to pay out, right? So I mm -hmm. thought about, do I get a master's? Do I get a master's? And I always I ended up with, I don't really want to spend $25,000 to get one. And then how does it pay off, right? Will mm -hmm. I make 75,000 more in the next 10 years just because of mm -hmm. the master's? And, and I think in general, my answer has been no. Now, some people do want master's, but mm -hmm. for the most part, I don't see, I don't see that being that, that relevant. Now, in about 2010, when I tried, when I made the move uh, from more of a journalism uh uh, profession to more marketing, I did take, I, I got two certificates from Cornell uh -huh. University. One is marketing strategy for business leaders. And then one was change management, something or another. Uh -huh. And uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think they were maybe like 5,000, 6,000, you know, and it, it was uh, uh, online learning, online, whatever uh, exercises. Uh -huh. And so if you ask me, was it worth it? I'm thinking, I don't know. I, I'm leaning no, but <laughs> my, my but I did pivot my career from journalism into marketing, and I think uh -huh. for the most part it's been relatively successful, right? So did these certificates help me, or did they not help me? I don't know. They didn't hurt, right? But were they were mm -hmm. they responsible for driving additional revenue? I I don't know. How do you know? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> You wouldn't know at you know at that time. I think I think you would see how how it rolls out uh, over the years, and I'd say, well, yeah, I can I can assess that in a couple of years based on, on how things turned out to be. Um, but um, I would always like you know follow your gut feeling. If you you know back in 2010, you felt that this was the right thing to do, right? And I think mm -hmm. that that's enough. That's um, Yes, uh, you did not want to pursue an MBA, um, and and um, I like I had the same um, uh, discussion with my parents 15 years ago. They wanted me to do an MBA, and I was like, I don't, I don't think it's worth it. I don't, I don't need it. I mean, I don't need another general um, degree in um, something. I have a minor. I have a degree in, in journalism and mass communication. Uh, specialized in integrated marketing communications and journalism, and then I have a minor in business administration. So I don't need an MBA. 
Um, I think an MBA would would be important for uh, engineers, for example, uh, graduates of law school, medicine uh, medicine school. They need to, you know, study some, ma- you know, business and management basics that they didn't get uh, in uh, in college. But I don't know. You you have to just follow your gut feelings. I I think this is right for me. Uh, if I feel passionate enough about a certificate or, or a course, I'm going to take it because I feel that it's going to help me right now. It's, it helps me follow a dream that I'm, that I'm having right now, not necessarily something um, in five or 10 years. Yep. Uh, why do you think certificates are the thing to chase in 2020? Why is it, why does it feel like it's, uh, it's taken off and, uh, and based on your comment from earlier, why, why has that happened? Uh, for many reasons. One, we have the time, and time was the biggest challenge. Uh, two, um, we, we've seen that, that um, trends are changing right now. A lot of skills uh, are becoming obsolete very fast. Uh, the, the skills we need to survive and, and, and succeed in our work today um, are not the skills we've learned in school or in college. Um, th- those new 21st century skills were not something we've learned. So th- these are things we need to learn today. Um, like, nobody studied social media in school. I mean, not 15, 20 years ago um, or, or content uh, strategy. Uh, so this is something we need to learn today. Um, everything is moving so fast. Technology is disrupting everything. People need to keep up with, with what's happening in the world and they need to you know, keep learning so they can um, you know, keep surviving. <laughs> you, you can't. Um, uh, so, yeah, so people have the time. People need to learn new skills because the old skills are becoming obsolete very fast. And um, there is a growing interest in, um, in learning learning and development it's become um it's become more fun also you know people thought it was um very boring uh but now i think oh with the introduction of gamification in education and in learning people are starting to enjoy learning um and and uh i've worked in, on, a, on a couple of um uh, projects with uh, learning uh uh, providers, education providers, on, on introducing gamification and great results because people were not uh, motivated enough to grow their skills or they did not have the time or they were, you know, we, they don't, didn't want to spend time reading books and reading articles and research papers. But uh, now with all the technological advancements, we see that, um, uh, Education or learning and development is available in bite-sized, video-based formats that appeal to today's consumers and their consumption habits. And introducing gamification uh, allows people to receive badges. Uh, the sense of achievement is very important for humans. And um, we, uh, we see that in the pandemic, because of the financial crises happening uh, during the past decade, People want to be happy. People are looking for small gratification. You know, um, they're looking for gratification in anything. And a simple badge gives that humans that sense of achievement and, and, and a reason to be happy for the day. So 
Um, and also um, leaderboards, introducing leaderboards in, in online courses or, or certifications allows people to um, feel com competitive. They, they compete with their peers. They can see how well they're doing um, versus other people. It's just like, you know, when you're playing Candy Crush, I play Candy Crush, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted to Candy Crush. And I can, I can, I, I really like how um, today's um, online courses are, are, are very similar. You know, I, I have to achieve a certain level or a complete a certain um, module so I can unlock the, the, the upcoming module or episode. Um, I can see how I'm performing versus my, my peers. And all this has made, uh, you know, the, the process of ongoing learning um, very fun, very motivating. And with the time we have on our hands now, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it has to be trending. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's interesting about that comment, too, with the whole design, uh, that means you can't just create a crappy experience for the user. You have to make it fun. You have to make it interesting. Uh, the other thing, as you were talking about the trend, uh, I was thinking about LinkedIn. So LinkedIn actually rolled out, um, they call them skill quizzes. And you can take them if you go to your LinkedIn profile and mm -hmm. it says take skill quiz. And I'm going to, so I took two of the, well, I passed two of them. Mm -hmm. and sometimes the questions are, are, rel are relatively um, uh, obscure. I mean, mm -hmm. they're asking about things like, you know, some guy said to me, I've been using Adobe Photoshop for 20 years. And they're, I'm, I'm, it feels like they're asking me about what's the shade when you go three layers into something, um, you know. But anyway, I took the one for Google Analytics and HTML. And so those mm -hmm. are the two I passed so far. No expiration date. And when you go into take skill quizzes, some of them are not very relevant to me or marketers, but it's like .NET Framework, Adobe Acrobat, I guess that's halfway, uh, Adobe Animate, Illustrator, Android, uh -huh. Bash, and then uh, different um, uh, programming languages. And the reason I actually think these are good to take, so somebody said to me, why do you need to take these? Mm -hmm. And here's why. First of all, I add them to my licenses and certifications. And then mm -hmm. LinkedIn adds them under skills and endorsements, which is kind of hidden. But if you are looking for a job, mm -hmm. your certifications are highlighted in the recruiter email. It literally says on the top, has, mm -hmm. one, has one certification through LinkedIn relevant to your job. So there is value in actually taking those as well. Have you have you tried those or have you taken a look at those? No, no. I, I the only things I've done are the LinkedIn learning paths, which I find very interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what's the so, LinkedIn learning path? Okay, so um LinkedIn or Linda, uh, as it was previously okay. called, um well they offer a lot of online courses. Uh, but you can actually take a learning path where they uh, consolidate a couple of courses uh, from different uh, providers and then tell you, well, you know, you get certified in a certain area if you complete this learning path. So there is a learning path for content marketing. There's another one for digital marketing. There's one for uh, design. And, and it's very interesting. Well, I got uh, I first learned about it uh, when I started studying for my um, uh, AMA uh, PCM uh, in content marketing. And um, I had to take the learning paths so I can 
sit for my PCM exam. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's another option. Cool. You know, so you mentioned uh, social media. Uh, people are now studying that in college. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. it, how? How can you study that even in college? I mean, I'm thinking about so Instagram, right? I mean, they, uh -huh. I was just listening to the mar Marketing a Clock podcast, which you guys should check out. And they were talking about uh, how Instagram has so many features. It's getting quite confusing. And now they rolled out Reels, right? So they're trying yeah. to be the next TikTok. Mm -hmm. And so, so how do you study? social media in college i mean how it's like changing every day how do you ever have a curriculum that's up to date you can't <laughs> well everything is changing so fast you can but i think um there are basic principles how it works how um mm -hmm. you know comparing um social media platforms and how their algorithms uh, are similar or different and um But you can't you can't really study something that that changes every couple of weeks, can you? <laughs> <laughs> you have you have to study the, the strategy. I think. How do you learn how to have a strategy that you can then implement yes. right, mm -hmm. across the different networks? I guess that's how you do mm -hmm. it. And then the specifics you learn as you go. And you know, people always say that to me too. They say, "Well, how do you learn? Who do you read? What do you study?" Mm -hmm. And I say, well, I, I read all kinds of people, but the best way that I to learn practice. is I just try yeah, it. You've got and to then practice. I figure out what, what works in the in the real world. Um, very interesting. Uh, what's what's coming up next? Do you have any certificates you would recommend, or anything on the horizon, or are you currently uh, taking it slow, slower when it comes to certificates and and seeing who comes up with the next most interesting? Well, thing? I've completed all the HubSpot courses. <laughs> And um, and with the mm -hmm. University of Washington, I've done that certification. I'm uh, working on my uh, professional certified marketer um, diploma to become a certified uh, content marketer. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not pass the first exam, <laughs> so, so I'm still I still have till uh, September and I need September to take the exam again. Uh, but no, I I don't think I'm. I don't want to invest more time in certificates at the moment. I think um, I'd like to spend more time practicing what I've learned through these certifications until something more interesting uh, comes up, comes around. Um, again, it's good to take a lot of courses that you, you, you had no idea about because it exposes you to everything out there. But Be very picky mm -hmm. when you invest time or more time uh, and money in uh, certi certifications that will add to your personal career or add to your, um, maybe help you see the world in a different way. Fantastic. That's great advice. Um, take the certifications that uh, add to your world and help you see it in a different way. Um, Omnia Nabil. First guest from Egypt, thanks for joining us uh, today on the episode and, and for sharing your insights. Really, truly appreciate it. Thank you, Christoph. Move your content from happening to performing. That's what everybody wants nowadays in content and content marketing and marketing and all those related fields. Check out my new book, Content Performance Culture, the number one new release in the public relations category on Amazon.com when it came out.
I hope you take a look. It's available as paperback and Kindle worldwide. You bet. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time.